It's Jax. What up, Dallas? Let's go. Martin Luther had a dream, but Freddy Krueger had a Ruger. X Malcolm hopped the picture, so now we back to the future. Now we back to these losers embracing death like they used to. Poking out, they just but listen, son, now you leaking that future. Huh? So who's the shooter? Hum, is it your man? Or was it a fan? Or was it a stand? Huh? Pop would beg to differ. In hindsight, I bet you he said he was not a nigga. Plus Biggie Smalls was just minding his business, yo. Smoking in Optimo. Somebody got to drop the homie Biggie. He's got to go. And they couldn't stop it, no, I wish that they could Yeah, the world needs change, but man, I wish that we would So why the long frown, a man harm from a four pound His blood ripples on the floor from the wall sound His mama sitting at the wake, hoping the Lord's found Another dead, another gone now, damn George Elliott said that it's best to be what you want to be Fucking do what you want to do So I do what I want to do Bet you did it to floss Bitch, I did what I wanted Bet you did it and lost Bitch, I did it and won it Shit, I'm never coming back Listen, I just want to rap Gee, I told y'all all of that On about a dozen tracks I don't give a fuck I just, I just, I just want to rap Spitting fire on this track Like a fucking thundercat Plus this mic is bleeding Rojo This shit is a no-no Rolling in that Lolo Plus I'm from that ball Need a folk, folk, smoking on my logo Ready for the wall and we so, so Sitting with the flow, somebody called a popo Heard the lames and I swear they so, so Too much love for the fame just to go broke You said think I had the rap game and the show card Never think I got the whole world in a rope though. Gotta think of damn dog, you crazy Is he the next Jay-Z? My crystal ball is hazy, but I don't know, maybe Oh, welcome back to the Insanity Check For real this time uh, <laughs> This is your host Chris here and I'm being joined by Three Fifths Podcast, Justin. Um, we had a, like a 30 minute conversation. We started the show, and I realized that I hadn't hit the record button on the show. So uh, we're doing this all over again. This is what happens when you take a break and um, you're a little rusty and haven't done the exchange check in a while. I will say, though, I think this is going to be a better portion of the show because we were getting, oh, man, I mean, I think I started off kind of depressing, man. Uh, you say depressing, I say real. Like, like it, it was a real look into like what goes into content creation, especially when the content we create deals with current events and politics and just consuming all of the ills of the world to sort of talk about and comment on them. That could kind of get exhausting. Yeah, okay. So, gonna, like, like, that was a real look into like yeah. what that does. Yeah, we're gonna get. Like, into, I, yeah. I, don't, Go I don't know how people that have like long running like Rod, like Rod's damn near two thousand episodes deep. I don't know how he does it. No, no, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do this every day. It's absolutely not. Like I had to take the I had to take the two weeks off and stuff like that because I just no. I was just it, and we're getting to this in a second. But uh, we did start off uh, with a, 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 a something serious though, and I think I do want to bring this back and make sure we do this because I think it's very very serious. And um, just had a little celebration. We're celebrating. You, I, you kind of, and I didn't know this that this month was this. So, uh, Justin, can you please tell everyone what month we're celebrating this month? Because we just had, oh, we, had Black, yeah. we had Black History Month, we had Women's History Month. So, obviously, this History Month has got to be a great History Month. What are we celebrating this History Month, man? Uh, April uh, is Confederate Heritage History Month, Confederate Heritage Celebration Month. We celebrate the heritage and the legacy of the Confederate Army of the South, um, the, the South brave men and women that fought for the right to own slaves and to... You know, 
oppress black people and not contribute to uh, society at large because they wanted to have slaves that badly. Uh, so we want to celebrate their history and heritage. Uh, so it's actually funny. The only reason this came up is because my dad sent me an article. Uh, there was an article he was reading about the true history of the Confederate flag. He sent it to me. I'm like, okay, my dad. My dad normally sends me interesting things. So I'm wondering what he sends me. I opened the article. The picture is just a white flag, a beaten white flag. And I was like, oh, this is beautiful. Because that's really the Confederate flag we should be celebrating. That's the only Confederate flag that matters, the white flag of surrender, because they surrendered. I think April 8th was the anniversary of Robert E. Lee, tail tucked between legs, going to Ulysses S. Grant, drunk off bourbon and Hennessy. Uh, and lost, surrendering to him. You lost to a drunk man. It's like, it's just one of those, and again, this is why it, it, it was so funny when you started this the first, last time. It, we were just like, why are we still doing this? Like, why in 2019 are we still like, because isn't that, Virginia does that, right? Virginia celebrates Confederate History Month, right? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Why are we doing this? They are losers. You lost. You weren't even Americans. Uh, I will say the greatest thing that I see that pops up every April, um, this guy makes a shirt and it's General Sherman and it says undefeated out of conference. And on the back of the shirt, it's every city that he burned to the ground. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, that is beautiful. Oh, that's, oh man. (laughs) That that is elite level trolling right there. I just, it's just one of those, I'm just like, why are we still having this conversation? Why in 2019 are we still having this conversation? And that's and, that, and that's kind of that's kind of where we 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 I went into the little depressing thing of why we haven't had the show in a while. And like I said, you know, we you probably have noticed on this feed there have been less shows. It's it's not I'm I'm our, at least our old shows. It's because we changed the feed, and so some of you guys also might be finding out why is the show from 2015 now downloading on my. I had the chain we're removed from Libsyn to Blueberry, so I've had to I had to change the. Uh, the links are changing, and some of you guys, uh, when when a link changes, it automatically downloads on your phone. Just change that setting, and you won't get those downloads. Uh, we just want to make sure all the shows are available on the new feed. So we're, it's, it's a long process. We have like over two thousand fucking shows, which I can't fucking believe. Uh, so it's just gonna take a long. I have to manually move these 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 over because the um the the migration tool uh, doesn't like some of the naming conventions we had on our, on our previous episodes. So. Um, so I'm just putting it out there that like if you see some of the, you're wondering why old shows are downloaded on your phone, that's why. You can change that setting on your, on your, on your podcast, catch your app. So between that, the, the, the new job, I'm like, I'm legit, I got to apologize to managers. Like, I'm not a manager right now, and I used to talk shit about managers, but not doing any work. Bro, they won't, like, when you're a manager, people won't leave you alone. Like, they won't leave At me all. alone. They won't leave me alone. Like, I put my headphones on and try to do some work, and next thing I know, it's, it's an email I got to answer, or a phone call, or somebody tapping me on the shoulder, hey, I need this, we need to discuss this, let's have a meeting with this. Like, we got a new um, a new hire on, it was either Monday or Tuesday, I think it was Tuesday, shows up, and uh, I've been in the office since, like, 6.30, so 8 o'clock, I'm like, oh, shit, you know, let me go get some, let me go get, some, let me go get a coffee, let me go get something to eat, I haven't had breakfast, so I leave to go do this, and as I'm doing that, I run into my PM and the new hire, and they're like, hey, you have a minute to talk? I'm like, God. An hour and a half later, I finally got my breakfast. I apologize to all the managers. I'm sorry. I just can't. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know this what this. I didn't know this was what it feels like. Okay, that's that's terrible. Well, when you're a good manager, oh, right? Yeah, like I mean, when you're actually doing what you're supposed to do, that's what it feels yeah, like. Yeah, let me 
when you're a good manager. Um, so between that, you know, the in-game screeners we got going on and the movies, I just so much other stuff going on. I could say that it was burnout and stuff like that. It, it wasn't any of that. It was the fact that I am literally sick and tired of having this to discuss some of the stuff that we see. It's just a repeat of everything we had. Like, uh, again, on the lost recording, uh, and we're going to talk about this, but uh, Justin and I were talking about how we were talking about the Elhan Omar thing. And we literally talked about this the last time we were on the show, which might have been the last episode we did. I don't yes, think it was. Was it the last episode we did? So it's like, yes, it was. It was literally the last show. I'm really, we're right back to talking about this shit. Nothing's changed in like a month. What a, At all. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. The GOP, uh, Trump, and, 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 and Republicans are still being trash and be, be horrible and, and still threatening this, this, this young woman's life. Democrats are being the ones held accountable for because they're, they're not going on Twitter and supporting and saying they support her. And, 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 and they're being the ones that everybody's focusing their hate on and saying that they, you're not doing enough to protect her. But I'm like, there's nothing they can do to protect her because we literally have a bigot and racist in the White House who is literally tweeting out himself and sending out things himself and saying things himself that are putting this young woman in danger. There is nothing the Democrats can do. Absolutely nothing. It might make you feel better. And maybe, and it's not to say that they shouldn't support her and they shouldn't be vocalized that support. I'm not saying any of that at all. I'm just saying we need to come to the real uh, realization that nothing the Democrats can do here can protect this woman. Because as a country, we voted for bigotry in 2016. As a country. That is what happened. And I don't feel like people have come to realization with that and come to, come to that come to that that. That, uh, that understanding. I don't feel like anybody has. There is absolutely nothing any of us can do to protect Representative Ilhan Omar from the bigotry that got Trump elected at this point. Because it is outgrown anything we could think of now. What was it, last week? Somebody was arrested for... Uh, how far did he get? He, um, what, it wasn't just, he wasn't just tweeting out or, or saying threats. He was going to kill her, right? No, he called. He called her and said he was going to put a bullet in her head. Yeah. Right. Like he 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 called her, left a voicemail, and said, "I will put a bullet in your head." And the FBI takes these things very seriously, and they rolled up at his house and they um they said, "Hey, did you say this?" He said, "No." They said, "Yo, it's a you know it's a crime." A lot of the FBI it was like, "I mean, I might have said something like that," and they clapped him up right there. Um, Listen. And I'm not going to say, I, I don't want to go into the whole thing of, well, should Democrats be more supportive? Absolutely, they should. Absolutely, they should. But here's the thing. I'm seeing people also go, well, you know who needs to be, who's silent right now, who needs to be talking out? Barack Obama. Why? Why? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out, time out, time out. Who Why? said that? Why? I've seen it. Like, no, for real. Who's, I've seen, who I've said seen that? It. I've seen it. I've seen it. People saying that Barack Obama. And I'm like, Barack Obama, who spent eight years in, 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 in office telling you guys this shit, who spent all of the, the, the 2016 election telling you this shit was going to happen, and, you got, and, 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 and it was all ignored, and you followed it up with Trump, and now you want him to speak? Why? Why? Sp- I'm, <clears throat> now I'm getting I will, enter- I will entertain that. The- so in my mind, really the only people that need to say something would be Schumer and Pelosi just because they run the their parties in those perspective those uh, those two wings, the House and the Senate, 
and they give the marching orders. They can say, yo, this is what, when we go on to talk about this on news channels, because this is what they're going to call us on to talk about, this is what we're going to say. This is the party line, right? I can get behind those two needing to say something. What the fuck does Barack Obama have to say about this? He is a private fucking citizen. Barack Obama, I've seen people sit there and go, well, I'm only now going to support Wade Warren and, 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 and Sanders right now because they're the only ones that have, have Omar's back. I'm like, wait a minute. The, the same Bernie Sanders who just tweeted out support on the same day, they also said that Trump supporters aren't all that racist and aren't really racist. He's not comfortable calling them racist. They're the people that are actually doing the harm and threatening to do the harm to Ilhan, uh, Ilhan Omar. So if you're, you're, right. if, you're not, if you're not comfortable calling those people racist and calling those people bigots, then what the fuck does your tweeted fucking support mean? And that's where my problem comes in at. None of this is real. None of this is real. Nobody is actually being honest and legitimate and actually gives a shit. N- none of this is real. This is all for show. This is all about posturing. It's all about making yourself feel good. This is not actually about actual actionable things that are being done. You just want the feel-good moment to pat yourself on the back, and that's it. It's all a performance. All this has become a performance. And I am completely just, I'm tired of it. It's just draining. I'm tired of the performance. I'm tired of having to care. It's like, honestly, I don't care. I don't. If you're not going to actually do something actionable, or if you're not going to have, like, it's one thing to go at Democrats saying they're not doing enough. It's another thing when you're not going just as hard or harder at the people that are actually causing this kind of thing. When you come out and you're trying to claim that somehow uh, the the the, um, uh, the the real problem here is Democrats and not the fact that this hate that comes from the White House comes from the White House top down and is then fed out through uh, uh, um, Alex Jones uh, uh, and Infowars, Ben Shapiro and all these things and then Fox News which is a huge thing here like you're going to give Bernie Sanders credit for saying this but Bernie Sanders is going to go on to Fox News onto a Fox News town hall to talk to voters there Yo, and that Bernie Sanders town hall, I guarantee you they treat him with kid gloves. Like, I guarantee you it is going to be the most pleasant experience for Bernie Sanders because that's the game. The game is to make him, quote unquote, appealing, right? Appealing to people that will never vote for him, but to give him the the credit to say, look, these people like me. You should like me, too. Right, it's it's the long con. And they I want really, Bernie to win because they know Bernie can't beat Trump. And, and I know people who listen to the show who support Bernie. And I'm here to tell you right now, and I'm going to say this, and not in a nice way, because at this point I really don't give a shit. What the fuck is wrong with you? How many chances do you have to give this man to show you who he is? Him tweeting out support in that one respect means nothing when he does three, four other things to undermine that shit. Going on Fox News is one of those things. He could have easily stood with the rest of the Democratic uh, candidates and said, I'm not going on Fox News. What do I need their supporters for? I don't need their supporters. But he's doubled down on that because he knows he needs their supporters. He needs those white voters. He needs those wa- racist white He's going after racist white people who voted for Trump over economics because he's hoping that he can be a more palatable uh, 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 choice for them over the more 
quote unquote radical choices of women and people of color. That is uh, a reality. I would even say he doesn't actually need them. Like if, Bern- if Bernie Sanders was committed to the ideals that he says he's committed to, he would act like the the uh, the lionized version of Bernie Sanders, the the idealized version of Bernie Sanders. That is actually an appealing candidate. And if he actually stuck well, to those well, the, ideals, well, uh, so my my pushback to that is, my pushback to that is. That guy doesn't exist. Actually, you're right. That guy doesn't exist. That woman does. It's called Elizabeth Warren. Exactly. <laughs> She's a very that's The what, same discussion and, we had back in March. See, now, now you got to see why I didn't do a show for three weeks. Because it's like, everything I'm going to talk about is shit I've already talked about. Like, I, when I look at Bernie Sanders is an empty suit. All of the policy and shit you need that you claim you want from Bernie Sanders, you're getting in Elizabeth Warren. So the real question then becomes, why won't you vote for Elizabeth Warren? Yo, it's going to be wild, that first debate, when Elizabeth Warren is offering all these detailed ideas and everyone else. Yeah, what Elizabeth Warren said was good. We should all do that. And they're all going to get credit for what she said. That's going to be wild. I, I'm, 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 I'm telling you right now, whoever the, the primary candidates are, better hope that Elizabeth Warren doesn't raise enough money to be in the first, the first debate with them. You don't want to be in the debate with Elizabeth Warren. You don't. And, and Bernie Sanders... Definitely doesn't want to be in that debate with Elizabeth Warren. She would eat his lunch because she has all the, oh. she has all the policy for all the ideas that he claims he has, but has no fucking backing for. So I just don't understand it. I don't understand it, right? It's like Bernie Sanders does not. Bernie Sanders gives you the empty tweets that don't have anything. Like the things that people claim Barack Obama. Like if Barack Obama came out and said something right now, this is what makes me so mad when people claiming he wants. Whatever he says, it's not going to be enough for you guys. Like, if Barack Obama came out and said something in support of Ilhan Omar, somebody immediately go, but then you launched drones against, uh, you know, a uh, Muslim country. Exactly. So it's like... like that would the, be the so, next so, thing. So, it literally be the next thing. So, so, so to me, it's like, why the fuck would Barack Obama say anything? If I'm him, I say, I say the fuck out of this. You know? If, 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 if uh, uh, Kamala Harris comes out and says anything, it's like, but you were locking up black, black, uh, black mothers over in, uh, in, in San Francisco, so, like, why are you saying anything? Like... That's, there, there's no good answer to come in and jump into this fight. Like you said. Well, also, you- with, with, with Kamala, if anyone that follows her closely, you really don't want her to say anything because then how she actually feels is going to come out. And not, you're not going to like what she actually has to say. Yeah. Right? Like Kamala Harris was one of those people that backed the, uh, the original resolution to, uh, to decry anti-Semitism after Elon Omar's first remarks. Right. She thought that was a good idea. You really don't want Kamala Harris to jump into this. You're so, not going to like what she said. So it's like, at this point, I'd rather people not say anything than, exactly. give, give, than, than jump in, give me some bullshit like Bernie Sanders, or it's just going to cause even more fucking distraction, and now you're going to have Obama versus... Like, again, guys, we're going into an election year. Going into election year. And what's going to happen is the same thing that happened in 2016, which is in 2015, is if you're going to demand that 2020 candidates jump in on every fucking thing that this president and the people that support him do, they're not going to have any fucking time to talk about the policies, and then you're going to turn around and complain about how they don't talk about policy and all they do is talk about the fucking president. You can't have it both fucking yeah. You can't have a fucking and, and that, That's an indictment of media at large. They, they're more concerned about lightning rod topics that get them ratings 
versus in-depth discussions of what you will actually do, how you will implement these things. What is your vision for America? It's, yo, what do you think about this thing that Trump just said? It's like, yeah. I mean, I, Trump's a racist. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand why we have to keep going back. News to well. He's a News racist. It. He panders to racist. He, he inflames racist. He emboldens racist. And people commit violent acts in the name of his racism. Like what? Headline: Twenty Twenty candidate says say? Trump is a racist. No matter what else you said, headline is Twenty Twenty candidate says Trump is a racist. And then it goes down that path. Right. It's like there's no win here. There's no win here. There, there's no. Well, going, win. Back we, going back to what we said before the the recording dropped. Trump being a racist is a mainstream view on Twitter, right? Trump being a racist is a fact. It is a mainstream view on Twitter. Outside of our bubble on Twitter, because Twitter is a bubble, right? The the, the user base for Twitter tends to be, um, and I'm not counting uh, bot farms, right? I'm counting like actual human beings, tend to be younger and lefter leaning, right? And especially the way you cultivate who you follow and who you see on your timeline, you're going to follow and gravitate towards people that share your viewpoint because you don't want to be bombarded with a bunch of unsafe opinions, right? So when we get outside of that, calling Trump a racist makes people in the mainstream very uncomfortable no matter how true it is. And then that will turn into a thing because there's nothing white people hate more than being called racist. Absolutely. We've seen it. You've seen seen the interviews and the videos and things like that. Like, you know, the problem, the Fox News thing goes deeper than people think. Like, you go to any any office or any, like, car place or anywhere that has news on somewhere, Fox News is usually playing. It's a default. You know? It's a default for a lot of, for a lot of places. This is how people get their news. They get their news from something that isn't news. Yeah, from from propaganda. They get their news from propaganda, right? Like Fox News is the propaganda wing of the GOP. Obama told you this in 08, and the media collectively threw a hissy fit. And now that Fox News is being Fox News, I'm like, remember when the black man tried to tell you about Fox News? You didn't listen in the spirit of being, quote unquote, fair and balanced? Maybe you should. Like, I wonder how much of 2016 could have been avoided if people had listened to Obama in, in 2008. I mean, so many. I mean, I, I just, I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell people. I don't know what to do anymore. It's like, listen, this shit is. There's just, there's just, there's so much going on right now, and it's too hard to keep. Like, it's just too hard to keep up on. Like I said, I'm, 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 I'm now out of the loop a lot of times more than I have been. And it's honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Like, here's the thing: I I, I missed the last couple of weeks because of the show and stuff, and not doing the show and things like that. Not only did I not miss it, I didn't miss the topics. I didn't miss not having. There's been a couple of times I've seen something, and I just gonna like, you know what? I'm not even gonna touch this. I'm not even gonna deal with uh, that. I'm not even gonna deal with that. Tiff, Tiff uh, often encourages me to go on what she calls white privilege breaks, where we just don't we we pretend to be white. White people don't care about this news. No, I mean, right? No. <laughs> They, they don't consume the stuff on the daily. They just, they, oh, like if you, because the joke comes from like white Twitter, it, it was a day on Twitter where all, like everyone black was talking about like someone that just died. Like I think it was, oh God, I think it was actually Michael Brown died. And then we went over to white Twitter. It was like, it's a nice day. I'm riding my bike. Here's my Frappuccino. It's like, wow, they really live in a different world. Like they don't, this stuff doesn't affect them at all. Yeah. And, and, and 
and there's definitely a privilege in that. Um, but it's also you, you, you need it because every day there's something new going on. Like, and, and every day social media and the media in general is, is, is built to keep you hyped up. There's not a, there's not a down day in anything, right? Like, the whole thing with you know the the, the days that were some one of the big the quote unquote big things that dropped between you know the last time I did a show and this show was the Mueller report. Okay, what happened? So here, here's my singular thought bubble about the Mueller report, right? If we do finally see it, then what? Right? Because effectively, what Mueller has said is, Congress, do your job. So the current construction of Congress can't do its job because Mitch McConnell exists. Right? So then what? We, 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 let's assume we finally get to see the full Mueller report. We get to see what we've known since 2015 that Trump conspired, that Trump and Russian operatives conspired to help Trump win the nomination, win the election. Then what? Right? Like, that, it's nothing that we don't already know. It's nothing that hasn't already been reported on. It's nothing that Donald Trump Jr. himself hasn't already admitted to. But, so then what? But Justin, that's the thing. My, and then what has been since it happened? People have been putting so much hope in this. But by the time, if, if you on the off chance that somehow Republicans have a change of heart and decide to go and move forward on the, by that time the twenty twenty election will be over. Like, like there's only there's only works if he doesn't get reelected. It, it only matters if he doesn't you know like or he doesn't he like he's gonna full he's gonna finish his full term. People have been using. Well, no, like- let, let's carry it out. Let's assume he gets reelected and the report comes out. Then what? He, like, he, what he, does that actually do? He, fi- he finishes his second term. Like, I, 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 I think the reason why, the other reason why it, I, it, it got me about just not wanting to do this and just being like, I feel like I've done this before is, I've been saying this for a while. This is Bush all over again. Yes. This is Bush. This is why, this is why I'm prepared for a Trump second term. Because all, if you were around in 20, 20, 2004, you know everything pointed to there's no way George W. Bush is going to win a second term. No way. He won. Even handily. Handily, even more so than the first time. So I have no faith in this because I have, I have no faith in people and I have no faith in people paying the right thing. And again, people are going to offshoot their their responsibility in this onto like Democrats aren't doing this, Democrats aren't doing this, Democrats you weren't. I'll give you a perfect example of this. Actually I have two examples. One is an actual thing. Two of them I've dealt with this week. One of them I, I didn't say much about uh but I, I got con- a little more confirmation this week when I saw something about it is do you remember and we might have brought this up again this might have been a story this might just be back at it this might show might just be called back at it again or deja vu. Um did we talk about the Amber Heard, uh, Johnny Depp thing the last time you were on? I don't know if we talked about that the last time we were on, but we've, we've had this conversation before, yes. 
We so, have definitely had so, this conversation. So there was, I know I think I said a show on this, but it was about how Johnny Depp had, had filed a $50 million lawsuit against Amber Heard, and people all of a sudden were coming back in and saying, oh, well, see, Amber Heard lied, and oh, wow, look, at Amber Heard was, you know, Johnny Depp is, is vindicated, and I was like, none of that means he was vindicated. There's no... There's a claim in the in the report that none of us can see that claims that he has photos that prove his his innocence, but nobody's seen any of that shit. There's no documents, there's no photos. We just have the fact that an abuser filed a lawsuit against his victim. That's what we have. Right. So Amber Heard has recounted years of abuse she endured by her ex-husband, J- Johnny Depp, and new court documents filed in response to his $50 million defamation lawsuit against her. They actually referred to Depp as the monster multiple times in the court filings and claimed she w- he wouldn't remember the abuse due to his excessive drinking and drug uses, as first reported by the Page Six. At their L.A. Uh, apartment in December 2015, the former Pirates of Caribbean star uh, grabbed her by the hair, throat, and slapped her in the face and screamed, I'll fucking kill you, you hear me? He allegedly dragged her to the bed and began punching her in the head, breaking the bed frame in the process. For a while, I couldn't scream or scream. I couldn't scream or breathe. I worried that Johnny was in a blacked-out state and was unaware of the damage he was doing and that he would actually kill me, Heard said. Her and Depp began dating in 20, 2012, and a year later, Heard recalled seeing him abuse drugs and alcohol. Johnny would oft, often would not remember his delusional and violent uh, conduct after he came out of his drink, drunk and medicated state. Because I loved Johnny, I had, multiple, I had believed his multiple promises that he could, could and would get better. I was wrong. In May 2014, the actress claimed that Depp began heavily drinking through items verbally abused her on a private flight. He hicked her in the back, she said, knocking her to the ground, pass out in the bathroom for the rest of the flight. Depp later apologized via text, saying he could not remember what had happened. His assistant also text, uh, texted uh, her, saying he's a lost little boy. He needs all the help he can get. Heard and Depp got married in February 2015, but a month later, he went on a three-day bender on ecstasy when he was supposed to be sober. When he was supposed to be sober. Johnny told me that he had had not explicitly forbidden. Johnny told me that I had not explicitly forbidden him from taking ecstasy. The argument heated up, and Johnny pushed me, slapped me, and shoved me to the ground before I retreated to a locked bedroom. Heard said, Debbie allegedly resumed drinking and abusing his former wife throughout the three days. He threw her uh, through a ping pong table, choked her, and wrote messages in blood and oil on the walls before being hospitalized. To this day, I still have many uh, have scars on my arms and feet from this incident. Heard said. After Depp reportedly threw a cell phone at her face like a baseball pitcher in May 2016, Heard decided to leave him for good and filed a restraining order. They divorced in January 2017, and Heard reported the abuse but found very little support by the public. I lost a part, of a mo- I lost a part for, a, for a movie in which I had already been cast. People have never, I have never met or spoken to threatened me with violence. I received many death threats, and I had to change my phone number on a nearly week- weekly basis. Basis, he said. People accuse me of having abused Johnny. That's simply not true. I never attacked Johnny other than self-defense. Do you remember all you guys out there who, who shared the article about Johnny Depp and you don't really know what side to take and blah, blah, blah? You still believe that? Yo, you still believe that? I rem- like, I remember when those articles came out, everyone was like, see? John, I'm like, yo, the only person saying this is Johnny Depp. And I know... Or people paid by this Johnny is, Depp. Or people paid by Johnny Depp, like former uh, or like right. his, his security. Like, do you mean the guys he like pays? people on his staff or Johnny Depp, right? And I understand that we, and this is probably something that we're going to have to like as a society sort of come to a reckoning on at some point, or just sort of some clarity. We want like our default is we believe victims, right? I've seen abusers do what Johnny Depp has done, where they cry victim. 
right? Like, I've seen enough men do what Johnny Depp has done to have confidence in my, to have enough confidence to say, Johnny Depp is probably lying. Johnny Depp is probably trying to flip the script to make everyone feel sorry for him and turn the tide against his, uh, the person he's abusing so that he can continue to abuse them. Like, I've seen abusers do that. Like, that is, that, that's a playbook, right? Like, that's what they do. I've seen it enough to recognize that, 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 that pattern of behavior. So, the fact that so many people latched on to what Johnny Depp and his staff said, that was just, like, that lets me know, okay, cool, y'all never believed victims in the first place. Like, you were just waiting for an opportunity to be like, nope, not real. So that's one. That's one. Second one what happened this week was, uh, <laughs> and, and this is why I'm glad I have Justin here, because Justin can also attest to how terrible this place is. Uh, on uh, WKYS's site this week, uh, they claimed that um, HBO was dropping the uh, Leaving Neverland documentation uh, documentary about the abuse that suffered uh, that uh, James Safe Chuck and, and Wade Rob- Robson uh, suffered from uh, uh, Michael Jackson. They were dropping the documentary, and removing it and pulling it from their from their listing, and that Oprah deleted all her videos, the videos interviewing the two on her. Um, uh, from her, her from her channel, and that this kind of proves a point that the documentary was trash, and that it might, they were just trying to there slander Michael Jackson. The amount of people that I saw sharing this fucking article. First of all, Justin, you live in this area. How reliable is WKYS, bro? Not only is WKYS. Um, not reliable when it comes to news and culture commentary. The person that wrote the article is their gossip blogger. That's what she's there for. She's there for gossip and rumors. Not to disparage her or anything cool. That's your lane. That's what you do. There's a lane for that. TMZ carved lane out of that. Cool. But she's not hard journalism. Right? You read the article. There are no sources cited. There is no actual evidence if you, I think the most infuriating part about it is if you go to HBO, if you go to HBO Go, if you go to Hulu, if you go to any site owned by HBO, it's still right there on the front page. People are trying to say, but but, 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 anywhere. but, but, but only but only until April, uh, they only have listings to April 17th. Every other, first of all, if you go to, again, and the, this is also why it's just, it, it, I, I've just been in such this like fuck everything mode. As individuals, because again, fuck WKYS, right? But as individuals, after after the 2016 election, it's on all of us to do our research and to, and and I, I don't mean that in the hotel. Do your research. That bullshit. You do your research by listening to the, the, the to, to Alex Jones. I mean to actually do some research, right? It. I saw this article pop up. People sharing this article. Going, I don't even know what to think. And it was just eating me up. But I was at work, and I didn't have time to actually, you know, log into the HBO or do any of that stuff. So I got home, and I was fine. Let me let me look. Went to the HBO site, and I saw that well, the listing is for April seventeenth, but you can still list, look at look at it on on HBO Go. Well, I did two things. Well, let me go look and see what the inventor that that um, Elizabeth Holmes documentary. I wonder what this listing. Which is wild. I gotta watch it. and I gotta watch it. Right. But it came it came out after leaving Neverland. Right. No, how many listens it has? Two, up to April thirteenth today. So, are they pulling that documentary too? 
What about the, um, the case against Anand? I looked at that one, right? You know when that got pulled? Same thing. Same, like, April 13th, April 17th. So it's almost like the listings are only for the next two weeks. So then you go, you can go to, you go up to the top and you look at the listings on the HBO site for self and see how many, like, what their actual programming schedule is on all their, on their, their, um, their actual, like, live program, on all their channels, right? That only goes to May. So the claim that this was originally going to run until September, where did you get that information from? Where? Where? Where's that information? Where'd you get that information from? The, 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 the Oprah interviews with, with, with James and Wade, they're on the HBO channel. I don't even know if they were ever on Oprah's channel. I don't know if Oprah ever put them on her channel. Did she? I don't know. Don't have screenshots to say so she did. Beyond that, Oprah was on um, with, uh, <coughs> with The Daily Show, and she talked about it thin. So you didn't do... So, first of all, the person who wrote this didn't do the bare minimum research on the first case. Then, I then, but see, this is where I start coming back to us as individuals. Because at some point, there got to be some personal responsibility. At some point, you have to realize that this is no longer the old days of the internet where you could kind of take it true because it's on the internet, right? We used to make that joke, right? It's got to be true. It's on the internet, right? Because you can't do that shit anymore. Like, hip-hop, dxhiphop.com, which, first of all, if, your site, if the site has hip-hop in it, 90% of the time, they support a rapist. I have not come across yeah, a site that has hip-hop in their, in, their, in their URL who isn't pro-rapist. That's fair. You know? So, there's that. And WKYS. No other major site ran Matter of fact, the other major sites came out later on and said, yeah, April said that that's not true. So where does the personal responsibility come in at? Where do you as an individual who's on social media take responsibility for what you share out into the world that you have not properly vetted yourself? Because at this point, it's getting really dangerously close to each one of us being our own reporter. Because we don't, just like teachers, we don't really celebrate and pay and in, 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 in hold and respect real journalism. And so now we've gotten to the point where the journalism, quote unquote, of most, a lot of major outlets and sites comes from them just taking from what people, everyday people say on their social media. That lie about HBO pulling the documentary spread so fast. I saw it posted five, six times in my feed just that day. Well, the other, other thing is people wanted it to be true. Well, right? and, like, and, they, uh, like with our, it's easy with R. Kelly, right? Like our generation specifically, we don't have an attachment to R. Kelly. Our, so what, his first allegations of sexual assault came out when we were like 12, 13, 14? So we don't have an attachment to R. Kelly. We know him as the dude that rapes children. That's all we've ever known him as. So it's easy to toss him to the side. Michael Jackson is different. Our generation has an attachment to Michael Jackson. So we made excuses for these allegations. We made rationalizations for them. And then when confronted with the truth about them, the slightest opportunity to say, nope, not true, 
I can still appreciate Michael Jackson. He didn't do these things because there's an attachment there. It's not that easy to toss him aside. It's like they, they need Michael to be innocent in spite of, if for nothing else, right? Like, let's assume the documentary is fake. Let's assume the documentary is all lies. Michael Jackson himself said that he sleeps in beds with little boys as an adult. That statement alone is disqualifying, right? Like, that, that's not cool. That statement alone is not cool. There's in no, in no world is it okay for a grown man to sleep in a bed with a little child that is not their own. It's not cool, right? That, should, that is suspect behavior. That should be, any other situation, that, that right statement there. will be disqualified. That should be the end right there. That should be the end right there. That should be the end right there. Should be nothing else to say after right, that. Like, that. That is his R. Kelly's when you say teenage, how old are we talking, right? Disqualifying statement right there. But because of this attachment to Michael, we rationalize it. We make excuses for it. We try to say, oh, it's not as bad as it sounds. And now people are going down to the idea of, well, there are inconsistencies in what Wade and James said. They were nine at the time, suffering the abuse of a grown-ass man. And you're nitpicking because they might have dates wrong? And I'm supposed to take you seriously. And, and, and I'm right. supposed to be nice about this. I'm supposed to have a... I'm, like, and, and so, so to tie this to everything else, it's like I look at this, and then I look at the Ilhan Omar thing, and then I look at the, the Trump thing, and I'm like, what, what, what the fuck does it even matter? What the fuck does it even matter? You motherfuckers are all your goddamn minds. You're all your goddamn man, minds. You're going to demand, like some of the same people that are demanding that the Democrats do this, and you need to earn my vote to this, are still going like, yeah, I'm glad they pulled in this documentary because that documentary was trash. It didn't tell, it only told one, it was one-sided. I'm sorry, I didn't know we needed two sides of raping little children. I didn't know we needed the other fucking side. Not to mention, we got the other side for like 30 fucking years. I'm sorry, I didn't know that. Uh huh. Like, it's just, you drive me fucking crazy right now. You drive me fucking crazy. How am I supposed to deal with this? Why am I supposed to be dealing with this? How am I supposed to deal with this? Like, what are, what are we doing here? What are we doing? We've learned absolutely nothing. Absolutely Time is a flat circle. Absolutely fucking nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. Um, nothing that happened while I was gone. The Jesse Smollett thing. Which has been another one of those cluster fucks of. You know what? Like after I started tweeting about it, I was like, you know what? I realized something. I don't care anymore. I just stopped. You know what? It made it so much easier to not care. Like I've gotten to the point, and I understand there's privilege in some of this stuff that I'm saying here. Um, but I also realized that in order to not have my brain melt, I have to sometimes exercise that privilege. And I wish other people could have this privilege because I don't know how other people can handle it. The Jesse Smollett thing is just such, such, such so, so fucking terrible. You know? Like, Kim Fox is the, 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 the uh, DA, right? I think Kim talks. I think that's her name. She's she's right that they didn't need to they didn't need to put Jesse in jail or pursue this any further. Not to mention, the Chicago Police Department and Discovery would probably have been shown to look even worse than they already do. Like so I don't think Chicago PD realizes that. That Miss Fox saved them from themselves. Like, here's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm gonna be honest here. 
Uh, Jesse wasn't attacked. There was no, there was no attack. Like, we, like, like even Kim Fox is basically saying, like, no, no, like this is not excusing what he did. It's just saying that do we really want to put him in jail for a nonviolent crime? I campaigned on putting less people in jail for nonviolent crimes, not more. So, so nonviolent crime. We we reached a deal. He did community service. He did this stuff. We're calling. We're, we're breaking even. We're walking away from this now. Now, smart, right? You know what? Let's move on from it. It's fucking stupid, but like Rahm Emanuel and the police department, it's not trying to let it go. And I'm like, but you guys also know you guys are trash too, right? Begin forgetting all the other stuff outside of this. We got some other stuff to, to, to talk about with them. I want to bring up, but like everything you guys came, like you guys give a whole press conference, laying the case out against Jesse Smollett, only to have the FBI come in like a week later and be like, yeah, none of that shit is true. Like. What are we doing? Like, we're, you, you guys do not look good in this. You guys are not going to look good for this. All the leaks that came out came from your department. That's going to come out right. in discovery. He's probably going to walk off of that, and then you're going to look even ter- more terrible than you already fucking do. Kim Fox, like you said, you, you called her, and we talked about this before, you called her, like, uh, oh, she's pro-police because she's helping you fucking She's helping you fuckers out. Right, like, she, she is trying to save you from yourselves. And you are too dumb to realize it, right? Like, let, again, let's assume that what Chicago P and all the leaks, let's assume all of those things are true, right? That means that Kim Fox looked at what, according to the Chicago PD, should have been an easily winnable case, looked at it and said, oh, hell no. And then cut a deal that she knew would piss off the cops. That lets me know right there, whatever whatever the cops did on their end to get this or whatever the cops weren't telling other people that would have come out in discovery would have made them look horrible and probably would have led to Jesse walking. So now, you know, you know, Ron Emanuel and them, he's no longer the mayor, but uh, they were trying to send uh, Jesse Smollett a bill for $130,000 for their investigation, for wasting their time and wasting taxpayer money. But Justin, can you tell me how much money the taxpayers were wasted uh, paying out uh, police brutality and police misconduct uh, lawsuits last year for uh, Chicago? In 2018, Chicago police misconduct lawsuits payouts totaled $113 million. Hmm. 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 Like they paid, so let, 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 let's let's look at some of the payouts that uh, that make up that number. Fifteen million to the families of two men killed by off-duty detective Joseph Frugali in a 2009 drunk driving accident. Nine point five million to the family of Jose Lopez gravely injured when the Chicago police officers used a taser on him in 2011. Three point five million to the mother of Nico Price fatally shot by former officer Marco Pirano in 2011. Hmm. Well, I guess, uh, yeah. Oh, I got some more because because this, this this is one that happened recently. Uh, they haven't paid out this out yet, but they're gonna pay for this one. New video shows oh, Chicago yeah. cops dragging, punching, and tasing a CPS student. A new surveillance video shows uh, Chicago police officers push push and drag a student down a set of stairs at Marshall High School on the west side before punching her and shocking her with a stun gun multiple times. The video obtained by the Chicago Times, uh, Sun-Times, appears to contradict the offer to statement. It always... Here's the thing, guys. Here's the, thing. the video always contradicts the officer's statements. It always does. 
at some point we have to, and I get why journalists do this, right? You, you cops are authority. We, we need, we want to view them as an authority or, re, or a record of authority, authority of record and have the, what they say be, okay, that's what happened. We have had, I will be generous and say five years of cops lying about their conduct that we can no longer take what they say as accurate, right? Like cops lie. That's what they do. They lied here. They lied with Laquan McDonald. They destroyed evidence to continue the lie with their murder of Laquan McDonald, right? Like this is what cops do. They lie. You cannot take what a cop says at face value because they lie. Uh, the context of the officer's statement on how the incident unfolded, including the, sta- the student initiating the violent encounter, again, raising questions of o- oversight, training, and stationing of police officers in Chicago public schools. Here's the thing. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me fix that for you. They shouldn't be in Chicago public schools. Police officers have no business being in schools. They don't need police officers in schools. Uh, the two officers involved in the incident also held the student down while stepping on her chest, but they didn't seek help from her father or other school personnel who were nearby, according to them, in a lawsuit filed Thursday. Which, again, another lawsuit means, and look, we see the video of this, they're going to pay. Oh, 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 they're fucking paying. They're fucking paying. Uh, the federal lawsuit, uh, the Board of Education and CPD continue to fail our children. An unarmed 17, uh, 16-year-old girl was beaten, kicked, punched, and tasered by officers. Uh, uh, the uh, lawyer said, in a, the uh, girl's attorney said in a statement, the federal suit accuses the city, p- p- Chicago Police School, uh, p- Chicago Public Schools, and officers uh, Johnny Perry and Sherry Tripp, who were assigned to school, of violating the 16-year-old's uh, civil rights. The girl was initially charged with two felony counts. They charged her with two felony counts of aggregated battery battery against an officer. The charges were dro- dropped less than a week later in the interest of justice, the prosecutor said at the time. At our initial hearing, prosecutors said the officers were called to the school to escort the girl off the school's premises after she was suspended, but refused. But she refused to leave the building and kicked and bit and spit on the officers. Police said that her action led to the three of them all falling down the stairs, causing all three to be treated at the local hospitals. Once again, Kim Fox is saving them from themselves. Earlier footage of the, of the counter with the officers had recorded on cell phones by students showed the officers using a stun gun on the girls, but did not show what it led up to that point. So again, knowing, thinking that there was no video of this, what did the officers do? They lied to cover their asses. Like, it's, it's just a point where, like, cops are habitual liars. They lie about things, and I don't even, like, I don't know if it's trained into them in the academy or what it is, but they lie without breathing. Like, like it's just, it just comes in. In the new video taken from the second floor of a camera at the school, you should have gotten the camera, the officers and the girl walk into the frame around 9.47 a.m. on January 29th. The officers stand on either side of, of the girl as she talks to another student and gives her a hug. After that student walks away less than a minute later, the girl starts moving away from the stairwell. At that point, without physical provocation, an officer grabs a girl, pushes her down a set of stairs as she struggles. The other officer quickly follows and the girl and the students gather around. Uh, another security camera camera filming near the first floor enters, capt- then captured an officer pulling the girl down the bottom flight of the stairs by her leg. Another officer appeared, appears to be falling down the stairs while holding on, on to her from behind. She ends up on the floor near a metal detector, and an officer can be seen stepping on her chest while another officer punches her. She is then shocked with a stun gun. 
a motherfucker. You guys are paying. Paying. Uh, over under 20 million. I was going to be under because they're not, because you know what? Chicago's also broke, so they can't pay any more than that. So I'm, they're just probably go for like 10. That's fair. That's fair. I think go for 10. Like, let's not get greedy. Let's not get greedy. Because you know what? You got to save some money for the next lawsuit they're going to have later on this year. Well, so. See, leave, the, some money for the, leave some money for the rest of the people. The reason why 2018 payouts were so high is because so many wrongful convictions that were uh, that were overturned based on the midnight crew, the people that were torturing citizens to get false confessions. That's why their payouts were so high because they're, they're catching up to those uh, wrongful convictions. You know what's even better? What's even better? These both of these officers wearing body cameras. <laughs> All right, they mysteriously turned off during the incident, right? No, 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 no. They have not been made public, but they, apparently I think the lawyers have seen that because the suit says the, the videos will show that the, uh, the officer violated her rights. Also, so they, they, they did this wearing working body cameras. But it's like, I don't know if you saw the video. Did you see the video of the one, the, 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 the guy, st- uh, the, the kid stopped in handcuffs for making an illegal turn? Like, I think he blew a stop sign or something like that. So just giving him a... Huh? Was that the one in D.C.? I don't know if it was the one. It might have been in D.C., but it's the one where the officer trying to act like... They they released a video trying to act like they, they it, like it vindicated them and and they're just like you're like but you pulled him out of the car you handcuffed him and you chastised him from you making you feel nervous but you you did all this stuff for you could just give him a, a ticket and it, it and I don't it, it's, it's, you know what it's not DC it's somewhere else because um the uh the uh like there there was a um hearing they're basically like yo you guys are doing you guys are overly policing young black men in cars for the, it's basically stop and frisk. You see them bring yeah. them out of the car and you assume they're drug, you assume they're worse. So, so you pull them out of the car, you frisk them, you handcuff them. And then you chastise them and get mad at them when they have an attitude. And I'm like, but who wouldn't? The dude was like, be, dude, the, the kid was basically like, yo, I worked, a, I worked an all day shift. I just want to go home. And you're pulling me out of the car, claiming claiming that the dog uh, 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 hit on on a marijuana in the car because they brought a dog. They brought a dog. This is all for an illegal turn, which should have just been a quick. Here's your ticket. Going about your day. They pulled right. him out of the car. They got a dog to to. Uh, they patted him down. They put him in handcuffs. They brought a dog out. They found no marijuana in the car. They know nothing. And at the end of the day, they were just giving him. The, the ticket for the illegal turn. But it turned this whole big thing because his mom showed up and things like that because he had been on the phone with his mom, you know, and all the other shit, right? And it's just like, what are you guys fucking doing? Why do you guys think that that was going to pass? Why do, you, why do you think that video, and they released a video like it made them look good, and I'm like, it makes you look terrible. Um, same with the, the idea of cops. Again, just the things just shit doesn't change. You hear about the thing in, in Dallas? This is with the whole all 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 skin folk and kin folk thing. Dallas had Dallas, no. Dallas PD has a black woman as a police chief. So um, I I'm not going to murder this woman's name, uh, but there was a black woman who was uh, beaten by Austin Shuffield, who is a white dude. Who uh, it was like a fender bender. I don't know. If, it wasn't even a fender bender. It was like a um, let me see. Du-du-du-du. I'm trying to figure out what the original the original interaction between the two of them were. It might have just been like, it was something small. It might have been like a road race thing or something like that. But 
he ends up beating her. Um, he beats her. Like, oh, I'm trying. Let me see if I can find the actual thing that actually happened. Because I want people to understand that this woman was a victim, and the police actually ended up charging her for breaking his fucking window. Yes, um, that, that is what the police did. Yeah, let's see if I can. See. I'm trying to see what the original. Okay, I'm trying to find the original. Cause, cause it, it, I, I, it, it was. It's so fucking ridiculous. See, because uh, they they filed felony charges against this guy, and there's no there's like no doubt that he did. Okay, here we go. So Lee told she uh, told investigators that she had dropped her friend off at this hostel in uh, when Sheffield 30 asked her to move her car and began recording her vehicle and license plate. Uh, she told him to get back and she gra- and grabbed her phone to call the police, according to her arrest warrant. Affidavit. A cell phone video of the confrontation shows uh, uh, Lee hit Sheffield once after she slapped the phone from her hand and kicked it away from her. That's when Sheffield pummeled Lee in the face, throwing at least five punches in the video. After that, Lee threw a jump box, a device used to charge a car battery, through the back windshield of Sheffield's truck, according to affidavit. That part of the confrontation wasn't caught on video, and that that went went viral online. So, to, to, to recap, this woman gets beat by this white man, and after he beats her, she throws something at his truck and breaks his back window. The Dallas police chief charges this woman with a felony and then defended it. Uh, the other thing is, dude had a gun on the scene. Like, I, I don't think we can overstate that. This dude pulled a gun out while he, while he was assaulting her. Um, uh, Dallas Police Chief Renee Hall uh, still believes that the officers made the right call when they charged her with uh, charged Lee with a felony for breaking a window over a alleged attacker's truck. Let's start with talking about uh, the emotion of the people, Hall said, according to local station. In law enforcement, to see a woman, I'm a woman, get beaten by a man so violently, we're angry, I'm angry. But although he feels sympathy for Lee, Hall said as a police chief, she's required to determine right and wrong, even when timbers are high. So even though suspect Austin, Austin Sheffield... Uh, committed the assault that did not give Lee the right to le- uh, the legal right to break the windows of his truck, she said. He wanted to press charges, and that is our responsibility as law enforcement. The day we start picking and choosing which crimes we will and won't punish forward, uh, uh, push forward, is the day we become cor- be the corruption that the police or some police believe the police department is. You son of. This is why I couldn't do a show, I, guys. This is why this is why I couldn't do a show for three weeks. Yeah, I, I have equal parts disgusted and not surprised. Like, of, of course they charged her. Of course they did. Because they, they, again, when dealing with racism, it is more important to make sure that we show that the black person didn't get away with anything rather than convicting a racist. Right? Like, this dude assault, he assaulted her and brandished a gun on her and stalked her. But what's important here? We got to make sure the black person didn't get away with anything. Well, he did. She did. She did assault his truck. And and you know, like timber, even when tempers are high, she just got beat. She got beat again, assaulted by a man with a gun. And but you wanted to ensure that the message sent was 
this black this black woman didn't get away with anything. Even even when even when even when you're assaulted, you still gotta you, you know when they when they when they go low, we go high. Is that what you're really doing? She didn't go high. No, she didn't walk away. She didn't turn the other cheek. That's so right. we, uh, you know, we had to make sure that we hit her with the charge. That's what you. That's what you're. That's what you're going with. That's what you decided to go with. Right, right there. We're, we're doing that. Unfucking believable. I, I, I saw this story and I read it. I would read it. And I'm like, I'm missing something. I gotta be missing something. Cause then I then I read it was like the black woman, the, the chief, the police chief is a black woman. I gotta be missing something. There's gotta be more to the story. The D, yo, it was so bad. The prosecutor was like, yo, we know because the people were going mad at the prosecutor. Why are you charging this woman? They're like, yo, we're not. What are you talking about? The police chief didn't even talk to the prosecutor about it. Yo, the prosecutor. I can only imagine how that interview went. Why are you charging this woman? Why are we charging who? What are you talking about? Who said that? The woman they got beat. We're not charging her. Police. police Why would we do that? Police put a. Well, the police chief said, "Oh, he did what now?" Uh, she, she, what? Uh, oh, 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 she did what now? What? Oh, could we? Yeah, have we can have a conversation about that. Could, could we have handled the situation differently with from a communication standpoint with the district attorney? Absolutely, Hulk, because he did pointing out that in hindsight, she wished she had been more hands on internally, externally with the case. The district attorney and myself uh, should have had a conversation. This was an area where we should have talked personally to make sure we were ex- executing something that he was willing to push forward. Hall, why would you think he was going to be willing to push forward with that? Like, in what? Like, this is the thing that gives me all police. They're so fucking dumb. This was dumb. There's nothing else to it other than say, this was dumb. This was just well, they- like. Outside of everything else, like this is what I don't get about police. Like outside of everything else, what makes you think that this is gonna make your job easier? Yeah, it, it, it. They've acted with autonomy for so long, and they've been able to get away with things like they no idea how to react, right? Like they, this was never about making their job easier, like you said. It's all about sending the message to their white constituents. Don't worry, the black woman didn't get away with anything. We're good here. Like, yeah, we, we charged him, but she broke a window. And that's just as bad. See? It's that reverse racism. She shouldn't have broken that window because the property is worth more than the damage done to her face and the trauma she has from being stalked by a man with a gun and beaten. See? All right, one more. Problem solved. All right, one, one, more, one more bad story, and then I swear we're going to get funnier. We're going to get funnier. We're gonna, but um, out of those out there, just because I, I again, just, just it's, it's things I see, and I just go, why is this person, why is this thing still a thing? And I'm just going to read the headline for this article first. And I want to see, I, I just want to get Justin's reaction when I read this headline. And I want to hear what you think when I read this thing. Mike Huckabee, LGBTQ rights are the biggest threat to the U.S., Really, Mike Huckabee? Why are we listening to Mike Huckabee? Didn't his show fail? His show like, failed. It, it, his, it, didn't his, he get fired from Fox News? Didn't he, isn't he just an abject failure? Why are we listening to Mike Huckabee? His show failed. His attempts to run for president failed. Everything he's done has failed. He is a failure. Like, why, why, why are we listening to him? Former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee told the Christian News outlet that, that tolerance of LGBTQ individuals poses a threat to America's mor- moral fiber. Again, remember, more, uh, America's moral fiber also includes uh, 
uh, genocide against the Native Americans, uh, genocide and, and, and slavery of African Americans, and uh, locking up and interning uh, Japanese Americans. I just want to throw that. Just, 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 I'm just keeping it on an easy three right now. We can go more, but just go off the easy three. Those are things that are ingrained in the moral fiber of America. But LGBTQ rights are the threat here. Like it, here's my question for, for, for everyone that is opposed to you know, the equal treatment of our LGBTQIA uh, siblings. Right or anyone that is a proponent of the gay agenda believes that the gay agenda is a real thing. What is the actual threat? Right, like what? What is the what is the actual threat that our queer siblings pose, or that the existence of queer people pose? What 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 is their end? What is the end game of the gay agenda? Right, like I was talking with my dad about this because he finds this equally absurd. Um, so, the, so I was like, okay, so let, let's, let's take this to its logical conclusion. Let's assume there's a gay agenda, right? What is the end goal of the gay agenda? Acceptance. Like what? And having the right, change, like, having the change, having to change the way you go about your life, having to grow, having to be educated, that is the threat. That's it. That is it. That is literally it. And... Yeah, that's what like the 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 greatest threat you can have to people is is make is forcing the change. People don't want to change; they don't want to grow; they don't want to do any of that. And and that's that's where it comes down to all of this stuff. You know, I'm not going to read any more of this article, but I want I, I read it because it was leading to the other thing about you know uh, the transgender ban in the military has gone into effect. Why? Yeah, I don't think people realize it's going to take generations to undo the damage done by by this administration, right? Like, like I don't think he's leaving in 2020 for a variety of reasons, but let's assume, you know, he does get out of there. Your next president will not be able to undo all of this like that. And that's, that's what people got on Obama about. They were like, well, why didn't you fix everything instantly? You're president. You can just do things, right? Well, no, there's... Even more than sorry to get you off here, but even more than that, with this, this let's say he is out in twenty twenty, there's a good chance that the Democrats are not going to win the Senate back, which you would need to undo half that stuff. Well, let's assume they get the Senate back. All the, most of the the stuff they'd have to undo will probably end up in court. And guess who just stacked federal courts filled with lifetime appointees? Trump. Guess who just put two judge two justices on the Supreme Court? Trump. Well, I mean, that's a good, this is a good that's a good lead in to this other thing that I was gonna I was gonna not do because I was saying I was gonna try to get more light stuff in here, but um, it it, it kind of fits, fits into this the heart bill heartbeat bill that passed in Ohio that should scare everyone, and the reason why it should scare everyone is obviously it's gonna go to the courts, right? So uh, and for those who don't know what the heartbeat bill is. Um, the Ohio General Assembly Wednesday passed a more restrictive version of the heartbeat bill. Uh, SB 23 outlaws abortions what, once a fetal heartbeat can be detected so as early as five or six weeks into pregnancy before many women know they're pregnant. There are no exceptions for rape, cases of rape or incest. This passed. After a lengthy, lengthy and impassioned testimony from legislators in the Ohio House, 
Uh, the Ohio House voted to approve this bill, 56 to 39, setting off outbursts and chants within the chamber. Just minutes later, the Ohio Senate convened to approve the House's changes. 18 to 13, both, both, both votes fell along party lines. Again, when you tell me that you're not voting for Democrats and the Democrats need to earn your fucking vote, this is the kind of shit that happens. All right? Now, let me tell you why this is going to be, has much larger implications going around the country. All right? The heartbeat bill now goes to Governor Mike DeWine, who said that he intends to sign it no matter the final version. So he doesn't give a fuck what version came across his desk. He's going to fucking sign it. The bill will make Ohio one of the strictest city, uh, states in the nation when it comes to abortion. Now, opponents of this have already said this is going to go to court. Basically, see you in court, right? Here's the problem with that, and this goes to what Justin just said. This is the battleground for overturning Roe v. Wade. Right. And honestly, you better hope that we don't lose another. Like, even with, without losing another uh, 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 left-leaning judge on the Supreme Court right now, it's still up in the air. But if we lose another judge on the left in the Supreme Court, this bill... This 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 will get to the this will get to the highest court and it will be overturned and that means because it's not going to get I, I I doubt it gets there because it's going to go through all the lower courts first and then get to the Supreme Court I doubt it gets there before the next election but let's say Trump somehow gets reelected he's going to choose another Supreme Court judge Roe v Wade is essentially gone. If that happens, this shit's not. Hoping protest votes were worth it. This shit is real, and this goes to the whole thing of oh well, you know, Democrat blah blah. This is bigger than Democrats and, and, and Republicans at this point because these are lifetime appointments for for judge. And people get again, even with that, people get mad at, at Democrats for this, and I'm like, there's nothing they can do. I remember people actually got a lot of Bernie people got upset when it was brought up. Like you will not shame me into voting for a Supreme Court. This is what happens. Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh is what happened. Yeah, that's what happens. That's what happens. It's just so the, the a lot of the anti or the uh, the heartbeat bills are illegal, right? Like they they will not hold up in court. That's the point. They're passing them. Knowing that they'll end up in court, knowing that they have cover fire either either from a federal judge or the Supreme Court itself, that's been the game, and they know they can do this because Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh exist. Yeah, the odds are in their favor. Yeah, this this is not this this is <laughs> this is the chess game. This is not about the, these bills passing. This is the larger goal in mind to to make abortion illegal. They're trying. They want these to go. They want them to be. This is why. This is why the governor says he was signing it no matter what. What what version got to his desk? He knows it's going to be charged, challenged in court. The goal here is to get it in front of the Supreme Court, and take the chances there. Like the GO, you got to understand the GOP are volume shooters on this. They keep going and keep keep going and keep going until it breaks, because nobody holds them accountable for shit. Nobody holds them accountable for shit. Republicans don't get a huddle comment for what they do. Like, 
Is Mitch McConnell going to be held accountable for being a terrible Senate Majority Leader? Absolutely not. Is Mitch McConnell going to be held accountable for the erosion of American democracy? Nope. Right? Like, when Mitch McConnell dies, I don't want eulogies about how he was, you know, a great colleague. No, this man helped erode American democracy. He, he existed to erode the civil liberties of anyone that wasn't a white male. He is one of America's greatest villains. He subverted democracy at every turn. He, when he didn't get his way, he threw what could only be described as temper tantrums. He threw a temper tantrum so that Obama couldn't appoint a Supreme Court justice. Nobody, like media writ large, didn't bat an eye. Just, it, it, it was just allowed to happen. All right, enough with all this. Let's get let's get into some fun stuff so we can wrap this up. All right, let's just let's do some more fun stuff. And uh, I have to say that this entire two weeks has been all bad. Right there, there has been some um, enjoyable things and some what the fuck wings. So uh, here's the first one here: um, pouring gas on wet ball field, setting it on fire, is a bad idea. <laughs> Authorities say it could cost over fifty thousand dollars to repair a Connecticut baseball diamond where somebody dumped gasoline and set it on fire to dry out the infield. Police are investigating the fire in Ridgefield, in which twenty-five gallons of gasoline was poured. Well, someone paid twenty-five gallons. First of all, okay, you paying in these gas prices? In these gas prices, you paid to get twenty-five gallons of gas to dump on a. Okay. First electman uh, uh, Rudy uh, Macaron said uh, Hearst, uh, Hearst connected, told Hearst Connecticut Media that 75 to 100 people watched it happen with some recording the video on their cell phones. The town's high school baseball team had been playing to host amity uh, on the field. Workers from the State Department of Energy and, and Environmental Protection responded. A hazardous waste removal crew began digging up the contaminated soil on Sunday, and Macaron said that the spill team would, would move it all off-site this week. No one has been charged. So not only did it happen, but 75 to 100 people watched it happen and was like, you know what? We need to draw this, 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 this baseball fill up. Pour gasoline on it and light it on fire. We are dumb as a nation, nation, guys. Will it shock you to learn that this is not the first time that that's happened? No. All right. Let me send you a video. Because that's not the first... They got the idea from somebody. I'm going to send you a video. I'm glad you brought up this story because I actually... I saw this story earlier this week. So hold on. Give me a second we find this video. This is not the first time. I'm not going to lie. When I read this video, I thought it was an April Fool's thing until I checked the date on the video and was like, it's it's April 8th. So either somebody has a really delayed April Fool's joke or somebody was actually this dumb to do this. Jesus Christ. Like, gas is not good for you. You want your kids... Like this is, you want your kids sliding through gas? Oh God, I don't even want to. Do I even want to click this? So just yes, you do. Just send me this video, and I am clicking this. Video. This is gonna get lit. Watch it. This is gonna get lit. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. I gotta get from him. I'm getting from him. Are they brushing the, the gas right. onto the field? Yes, he is. <laughs> no. 
She's lighting the field. I cannot believe this. Holy cow. Wow. This is the dumbest <laughs> wow. shit I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I thought it was a good wow. idea. They did it again. Because <laughs> that's an old video I showed you. That video is like from 2010, 2011. What are you? What is wrong with people? Oh god, it's so good! It's so good! It's so good! Like I didn't see any. I didn't see any fire trucks. I didn't see any uh, 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 fire extinguishers. These motherfuckers literally just lit the. Damn it, man! With kids around. With kids around. With kids around. Think of the children, why don't you? Not in this case, not in this case. Oh, God, it's so good. Mm. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Didn't see, didn't see it going that way, did you? God damn it, man. I just, <laughs> why are people so dumb? I guess the thing is, so why are people so dumb? This is just, it's so dumb. Why are you dumb? Speaking of dumb... Ohio couple made laxative cookies for striking school workers. Police say a couple made laxative lace cookies for striking school employees because they were tired of the noise coming from the picket line near their home. Authorities in eastern Ohio say none of the striking workers ate the sugar cookies. The couple was uh, charged with contaminating the treats anyway. Oh, this is actually old. This is from November 2010. But still, the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you do this? Why would you do this and why do you think it would get away with it? Now, not only do you not you have striking workers making a lot of noise around your school, but around your home, they would also then be shitting themselves while making a lot of noise around your home after eating laxative lace, lace, lace cookies. Like, that's not going to make this. I just, I just, what is wrong with people? I, I kind of wish they did eat the cookies only so that they could all shit on their yard. Yeah, it's just like you just, you just. I just I'm exhausted man I'm exhausted I just I don't understand well hey if I can give you something that might put a smile on your face that connects back to uh, the last time I was on oh wait wait is it a great moment of white privilege follow up because I might have that next anyway see this, this is why we work Chris this is why we work oh 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 dude dude trust me (laughs) <laughs> I was saving this because this is a follow-up, but it's a Great Moments of White Problems, guys. Uh, and this is kind of like a Great Moments of White Problems follow-up, but uh, Lori Loan has been indicted with a, yet another crime. <laughs> the full actress Lori Loan has been indicted with yet another charge for her alleged participation in a college admission scam. On Tuesday, a U.S. Attorney's Office announced that Lola and her husband, the fashion designer, uh, Massimo, I'm not even going to say his fucking last name, they're, they're, they're going to jail, where 17 parents indicted for allegedly conspiring to commit fraud and money laundering. Um, what I love about this is, and I don't know if it's in this article or one of the other ones I found is, the thing I love about it is she didn't initially deal with the feds. And like, remember the last time we did this, right? Again, we just did. We, last, last show, it just has to follow up to last show. Justin was the one, we were talking about this, and we were just like, hey, when the feds charge you, 
They That's got game you. over. They got you. The feds don't like. Look, look. The we the Mueller report came out, and and Mueller didn't put anything out because he's like, listen, I might not have the power to really like nail these motherfuckers to the wall. Congress, you do your job, even though Congress doesn't have just whatever, right? But like, they didn't charge. They charged who they could because they had the evidence to do it, right? It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean if the feds don't charge you, it doesn't mean that you're not guilty. It means that you might not meet their burden for proof. Because higher. But when they do charge you, they got you. They got you. She didn't take it seriously. Because the first time they, when they when I think she's the one that showed up to the courthouse and was signing an autograph, wasn't she? Yes, she was signing autographs, treated like a red carpet. You know, it was so, just a grand old time for her. And the feds are probably just sitting there going like, right, give, they gave her the Cam Newton head nod like, all right, that's what we doing now? All right, cool. Let's see how that goes. All right. All right. You're going to jail. Like, jail, jail. <laughs> I didn't think you could fumble white privilege, but she managed to do yo, it. Yo, yo, just. Because the deal they offered her was a sweet deal. Like, it was effectively a slap on the wrist. Of course it was. They were going to get a slap on the wrist. And she didn't take it seriously because you don't play with the fucking feds. You do not. Like it's, it's not a game. The feds show up. It's, it, yes, sir. No, sir. Thank you, sir. May I have another, sir? Like that, that's, what, that's what the game is when the feds show up. Oh, Felicity Huffman, uh, she was one of the 14 uh, defendants who already agreed to a plea deal. <laughs> Like I play with these motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, uh, goodness gracious, man! Just like, mm, mm. yeah, like you, 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 you didn't think it was serious. She refused to accept any jail time and thought the DA was bluffing. She was adamant she wouldn't do any jail time. Now she's like, yo, that 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 offer's still on the table? Like, can we... Lori Lillian is struggling to, so, so struggling to accept the charges in the college admission scandal. Lori Lillian didn't take the plea deal for the fraud charges she's currently facing in the college admission scandal. Again, it's fraud, too. Like, if there's one thing that you you got you got to plead on, when the feds come to you for money issues, you got to plead on that. You got to plead on... You got to plead... Like, again, they didn't get Mike Vick on killing dogs. They got him on taxes. <laughs> and, and right. They, illegal they effectively got him on uh, illegal business across state lines right. and not paying his taxes. Right, right. <laughs> like, you don't mess around with money in the feds, all right? They got our um, phone on taxes, right? Like, it, mm-hmm. it, they will get you on the money. It's just taking some time for it to sink in that what she's allegedly doing could be considered illegal. Now, now that's some white privilege right there. That's some white privilege right there. That's some, that's some, that's some white privilege. That's some white privilege. I just <clears throat> like I, I didn't think you could get drunk on white privilege, but, but you know, here we are. But but they can't because it's like it's it's like all these white people when it comes to the feds. Because I got another one here. I got another one here. Roger Stone admits he's broke. Trump doesn't call, and his wife broke her ankle. Things are not going well for Roger Stone. In a wide-ranging interview with Sirius XM's Jim Norton and Sam Roberts Thursday, he said his living situation has plummeted. His savings are gone, and his car was impounded. I hold on. I, I I wish I had the music for a sad violin right now. It's just this is, this is devastating. 
When money problems forced Stone and his wife to move from their Fort Lauderdale mansion to a one-room apartment, the trolls set out of gear and broke his wife's ankle. No! I shouldn't have laughed at that. I shouldn't have laughed at that, but like, I wasn't laughing at her breaking her ankle. I was more laughing at the fact that they moved into a one-room apartment. Yes. Mm. He's no longer talking to his old friend, President Donald Trump. Stone being prosecuted by the special counsel's Robert Mueller's office. He was arrested January 25th and charged with witness tampering, obstruction, and false, uh, uh, obstruction and false statements about his uh, interactions related to the release of stolen documents, part, uh, Democratic Party emails by WikiLeaks. Which, by the way, uh, shout out to Julian Assange looking like, um, looking like some homeless man that you ignore on the corner when he uh, got arrested this week. Uh, yo, yo, hold on, hold on. Can we take a brief time out? You know why they got him, right? Was it was it the feces on the wall and the and the, him being a bad house guest? Yes. Yo, yeah. Yes. No. Literally, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like, like people, people, people were trying to make this about oh, it's a death of journalism and blah blah. Like Julian Assange was a is first of all he's an alleged rapist who has been hiding out for years from a rape charge. Um, he uh, literally turned into uh, he's he kind of turned into the Unabomber. He turned into your worst college roommate. They sent him several memos over the last two years, like official memos basically saying, clean up after your cat and flush the toilet. I'm I'm not joking. They sent him memos. There's a nine-page memo that effectively says, clean up your shit. I can only imagine he came down, his cat took a shit in the lobby, he's looking homeless and disgusting, he goes in the public bathroom, doesn't flush, and then you're just like, you know what? We don't have to deal with this anymore. Actually, why? Why do we, we have, don't this, have to take why, this? Why do? Why do we have to? Why do we have this stinky white man here? Why are we doing this? And here's the thing: like, I've seen, I've seen a lot of people, and some people on the left, trying to sit there and go, "Oh, well, you know, the the the, the U.S. charging him, and for this is a death of journalism." Here's the thing, guys. And I'm gonna say this in the nicest way possible. So I, I want you guys to turn the volume up on this. So you can hear me clearly, and I am not misconstrued. All right, shut the entire fuck up, Julian Assange, and arresting him and throwing this man in jail where he belongs. That's a death of fucking journalism. He's not a goddamn journalist. He is a Russian asset. He is a bigot. He is a sexist. He is racist, and he's an overall piece of shit. And he's Probably a rapist. I'm pretty confident in saying that Julian Assange is a rapist. Yeah, I'm like, pretty, re- I Reading the details of uh, the indictment that he fled, I'm 99% sure he did it. He's a rapist. All right? This is not about the free-flowing of information. And to me, it's, it's not lost on me that the, the WikiLeaks... In the way they release information, it wasn't nonpartisan. It wasn't unbiased. It was done for a reason. It was done for a reason, well, and it was done specifically to ra- like this is this 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 is not about journalism. It was never about journalism. The people that work for WikiLeaks and what WikiLeaks did was not journalism at all. None of this was journalism. And to make it that here's, is bullshit. Here's the really telling thing, right? All the hand-wringing over Julian Assange. What about Chelsea Manning? 
right? Like, what he's being charged with in America is aiding Chelsea Manning, right? You're so worried about Julian. Where's that same energy for Chelsea Manning? It's not there. Right? If, if you want to make, if the argument you want to make is we should protect whistleblowers, I can entertain that because people like Chelsea Manning should be protected. That argument falls apart with Julian Assange because he is literally an agent of a for, he's a foreign agent running a propaganda, running propaganda, right? Like WikiLeaks is a propaganda arm of, of Russia. Uh, he didn't ask me anything on Reddit where he was effectively called out on that and they shut it down. Because people still have this idea of the ethical hacker who releases information for the people and takes down all the establishments. Like, no, he only releases it for Putin's enemies. And when he was called out on that, they shut the whole thing down. Julian Assange is a foreign agent. Like That argument falls apart with him because he, I, I can't overstate this, he works for a Russian propaganda arm. And That's all that WikiLeaks has ever been. It's all, it's all they've ever and, been. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it, it's all they've ever been. And I get frustrated when I see people that, that want to like put their faith in WikiLeaks because they want to put their faith in like the anonymous hacker. Like, dog, that's not what WikiLeaks is. Anonymous is a collection of MRAs and Nazis. They're not going to say WikiLeaks can't save you. Anonymous can't save you. The Mueller report won't save you. All these systems that you and institutions that you have faith in won't save you. Rules only matter when all sides agree to play by them and you have a side that is dedicated to subverting the rules, the things that you once believed in, the ideals that you once believed in don't work anymore. But, but that's, that's how that, that's the game now. That's the thing. So one, I appreciate the fact that uh, they pulled Julian Assange out of out of the Ecuadorian um, embassy and he really did look like the stereotypical hacker living in his mom's basement. Yo, he he looked like your worst college roommate, yeah. like the stereotypical worst college roommate looked, on camp. I could smell him from his picture. He, he looked like he looked like an internet troll that had no life, yes. and all he did was sit in front of the computer and do that. Because that's really well, he really is right. Um, but beyond that, like I find it like it annoys me because so many people put their faith in things like you said, like anonymous, the anonymous hacker, uh, WikiLeaks, and all this other shit online. People have gotten so into this shit online. Not realizing that you actually do have the power to change a lot of these things. You getting involved yes, in you your have local that power. Part, you have that power. You have to do something. You you saying there, oh, my vote doesn't count. Well, no, your vote doesn't count, but you're going to rather believe that WikiLeaks dumping stuff and then ignoring all the things that people saying, all this information here is being targeted for a purpose and used for a purpose to convince you of other things. Like, you're just going to ignore all that shit? Okay, like it just go like it, it's it's so like seeing people get hang hand ringing and getting some feeling some kind of way about Julian Assange being arrested finally just drove me fucking crazy. Like we're seeing all these people going, well, you know, I know he's not a good person, but no, 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 he's not a good person. That's the end of the story. And it's not just the, the I hate to say this, it's not just the rape. It's everything else. He did not put that same energy against Trump or the Republican Party. Imagine if you had a WikiLeaks who dumped the stuff that they would try to dump and t- stuff they try to do against all the other, if they did the same thing on both sides. Now you're talking, but they don't. They don't. Well, no, we did. We had the Panama Papers, and nobody cared. Right? Like the, the Panama Papers should have been 
a giant story that shifted the landscape on how effectively the 1% have manipulated so many markets to maintain power and how they're manipulating other government. Like, the Panama Papers was a fascinating expose, and nobody cared. Like, nobody cared. Like, it, it came and went, and we cared more about Podesta's emails and recipes and the fact that Democrats don't like Bernie Sanders, which I don't know why that's news. Of course, they don't like Bernie Sanders. Like, if you think about it for half of a second, it makes perfect sense why they don't like him. He's showing up in the house, eating all the food and not putting in on the rent and then sleeping on the couch and letting his cat shit everywhere. Bernie Sanders is Julian Assange. It's just... What are we like? Can you imagine how mad? Like how? how I just want to know what the final straw was. Did he? Did he take the snacks in the in the, the dish up front? <laughs> you know, they all had that the, the candy dish. Did he just like take a handful of snacks? And was that it? Was that the last straw? <laughs> An ambassador stepped in some cat shit and was just like, "That's it. This man is <laughs> out of here." Yo, like how filthy do you have to be for an embassy to say, "You know what? Nah, we're good." Leave. It's just, I'm, I'm, I'm glad because it's like again these, like I said, I, I'm, I'm watching all this stuff from a and just going like, same shit. You guys are, you know, and you know, going back to what you were saying too about why you're right. If this, if he, if Wiggly somehow releases stuff about Republicans, nobody would care because you know there's this thing of we expect Republicans to be horrible, so therefore we don't hold them to the same level. That we hold everybody else. Right. Which is not how that's supposed to work. Because if if you if you do that, then if Republicans if you only hold the side that you want to be held accountable accountable, but not the other side, when the other side gets in power like they are now, look what they do. Your anger should always be at Republicans. That's not to say you can't call it the left and the, and the and Democrats for the shit they do. Yeah, they do shit all the time. But it should never be more than what you see on the right and what they do. It shouldn't. Because they're the ones actually doing it. If your anger is at Democrats not standing up Phil on home, uh, for Representative uh, Omar, but but it's not more than the Republicans that are actually the ones causing the threats to our life? Come on, guys. What are we doing? Like, I, I don't think it's an exaggeration. They're... Someone is going to try to kill her again. Yes. The fact that I can even say again is a problem, right? But before this, and it's not like... It's not like the GOP hasn't been down this road before. Their rhetoric got Gabby Gifford shot in the face. Yeah, like, like they they've already done this, and they said, "Oh, we can actually do this and pay no consequence for it." A Cubs woman was shot in the face, like what a week after Sarah Palin put a bullseye on her. Yep. And what penalty did the GOP pay? Absolutely none. Not. Yeah, yeah. All right, last thing before we get out of here. Um, I just want to say, I told you so. 
all you folks out there that were trying to claim that you weren't going to pay for Disney fucking plus, I told you so. I told you you were. I'm going to keep continuing to tell you so and rub it in your face. Motherfucker, come on. Like, I'm, I'm more insulted that people were treating Disney plus like it was just some other streaming service. We have too many streaming services. They were treating Disney Plus like CBS All Access. Guys, Disney Plus was... I told you guys this when they were announced it. Disney Plus is doing what streaming services have to do if you're going to actually get people's money. Which is, they're coming out the gate with all their content already there. With stuff ready to go so that when the the new content is there already, new new content comes, they're launching with The Mandalorian. And they have all the, then they have all these other shows they're bringing in. You have the Disney Vault. You have over 400 plus movies. All the Star Wars movies are all going to be on Disney Plus. Not just on Disney Plus. It's the remastered versions. So the cleaned up versions. Like, I, I, I have my issues with The Empire Strikes Back. But that opening scene on the remastered Blu-ray, oh, it's beautiful. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is why everyone loves this movie. I get it now. And it's all for and $6.99 a month. $6.99. And Disney owns ESPN. Disney owns Hulu. They say they're, gonna, they're probably going to offer a bundled at a discounted price. Sign me the fuck up. So here, here's my thing. When they made that announcement, so do other networks start pulling out of Hulu now? Can can the other networks afford to pull out of Hulu? No. Yeah, I don't think they can. Like, what is NBC going to do? They can't afford to put up their own streaming app. Because here's the thing. It takes, let's be honest, it's taking Disney, what, like two years to get the streaming app together? Right. And they're going to take a loss for like their first couple years. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. For all the content they put out? I mean, they're doing they're doing all these Marvel shows. They're doing all these Star Wars shows. Like that's all the stuff they're doing here. They got the animated stuff they're doing. They got the live action Lady and the Tramp they're doing. Like they got all this shit they're putting on the like guys. This is they basically they said they weren't they, they said they weren't trying to compete with Netflix. But what they did was they they learned from Netflix because I don't think they're trying to really compete with Netflix like that at least yet. But they're definitely putting their their foot in the necks of every other streaming service. At this point, and props to go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'm gonna say it's just like because every, like Netflix is doing this already. Like Netflix is raising their prices, but Netflix is also giving a lot of original content, and 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 they're doing. They moved out of having other people's stuff, right? They still have other people's stuff, but it's mostly a lot of stuff they're pushing is their own original content. That's what Disney saw was. That's what we got to do. So Disney came out of the gate. With all this original content they've already decided they're going to put on there, a lot of it apparently they've already made, and it's ready to go. They're launching with shit ready to go. Guys. How are you not going yeah, to cheat? Disney is the cheat code. Yeah, it's a cheat code. It's a cheat code. Because CBS, so, CBS is still trying to... CBS is doing their thing where they're, they're, the way they get you to stay on for a long time because they don't have all their stuff out there yet is releasing the shit day by every day. Right. CBS every, is every banking yeah. that Twilight Zone and Discovery are so good. You'll forget to cancel. Kind of are. You, you'll forget right. to cancel. Yeah. Which, 
it doesn't really work because I cancel after I'm done. But like, th- it's still yeah. good enough for them, right? Um, but Disney, I'm, this one that, that becomes automatic. I, I'm gonna pay for it. And I'm just like, okay, that's just a, that's just a monthly bill. No, no canceling necessary because there's always gonna be something there. All the Disney shows, Marvel, uh, uh, it, it, Pixar, and Star Wars, and the, the Disney Vault, the Disney Vault, which literally was the stuff of. It goes in the Disney Vault. You don't get it anymore. You got you to gotta buy the VHS before it goes in the Disney Vault, and you never get to see it again. I remember that. They opened up the like, Disney yo, Vault I, digitally. I remember rushing to the store to grab the Hercules VHS before it went to the vault. Like, I remember this. They opened it in the vault. All the Pixar films. You're going to get Pixar movies and shorts. I, I believe they're re- reuniting the original cast of, of Monsters, Inc. Yes, they are. Guys, guys, you were never going to not buy this. A goofy movie will be available on release. Come on, guys. Let's. What are we doing here? Yeah, you, come on. The mouse gets everything. The mouse gets everything. Like, yo, that, that picture of Mickey as Thanos? Like, no, that's that's real. No, of course. Like, it, no, no, yeah, like, we were never going to back down on this. When they just released the, the, uh, the, the new Star Wars trailer, too, I was like, oh, yeah, guys, you're in. Yo, so that means I have to find. I think we're gonna sit down and watch it today. I have to watch the Last Jedi. I have not seen the Last Jedi. You yet. have not seen the Last Jedi. Oh, what I love about this is I've seen a lot of people acting like J.J. Uh, Johnson, Ryan Johnson, and Kathleen Kennedy didn't sit in the same room and plan this fucking trilogy out. Going, oh yeah, yeah, the, they're they're calling it, you know, the Rise of Skywalker. That means they're kind of ignoring uh, Episode Eight. I'm like, you beautiful fools. You guys are gonna do the same thing you've done for the last two other movies. Stop. They are trolling you. Stop coming up with theories for these movies before they come out. Just go out and watch the fucking movie. Because well, you've got yeah, it, it they fantasy book it in their heads and when it doesn't meet their expectations, they're they're heated. Like, okay. Let, let, let's let's relate this to endgame. Everyone's trying to make all these theories based on endgame trailers. I'm like, guys, Disney made fake scenes for the Infinity War trailer. They made fake scenes for the trailer. They've lied to us before. What are you doing? You know nothing. Be like Idris Elba. Take nothing into the drift. Just enjoy the show. Yeah, so we're going to buy Disney+. Plus. You're all going to be happy with it. And, um, yeah, like, I just, I just found that funny. It's like, everybody, oh, there's too many streaming services. It's like, there's too many streaming services if they don't provide anything. Disney is right. You know, between especially if they bundle Hulu, like this doesn't get you a, an opportunity, so you don't have to um, have cable. You're getting because Hulu is a pretty good alternative. Hulu, and, and if you bundle ESPN Plus with that too, guys, like we're getting dangerously close to me not needing cable. You know. And again, this is a monopoly. Like, let, let's be clear. Oh, yeah. This is, in the olden days, the FCC would have come in and broke this up. But uh, we gonna keep the Agents of Shield running. Just, just, just so much about Agents of Shield. Now, oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. Yeah, monopolies are bad. All that stuff. That's great. It's great. I'm still paying my seven ninety nine to get this fucking Disney Plus. I just want everybody to know. Like, listen, we'll, yep. we all make sacrifices in the name of Thanos. I'm just saying. You know, so perfectly just, balanced. I did finally see Solo. I don't get why people hated that movie. I, you know what it is? I don't think people did. I think a lot of people just didn't see it. I think it was, I think, um, it's in my opinion, 
that the uh, changing of the directors got the bad press, and I think that um, they, um, I don't know. I, I, just, I just, you know, it's, it's a funny thing because the trolls use the uh, you know solo not making a lot of money as the evidence that their um, that their boycotts worked, but I'm like. You guys only really, it's only the movie that started the white man that's failed. Yeah, it's like, you guys didn't think this one through, did you? Yeah, because, like, yeah. And, well, and, and Solo had all the stuff that I thought that they, they said they wanted. It had all the callbacks, it connected to the comics and the old animated shows. Like, it, it's what you wanted. I don't get why you guys didn't like it. It was, it was, it was a fun little movie. It's almost like they're not even fans. Um, it's like I got somebody on my, my YouTube. That reveal at the end, I was just like, "Oh, yeah, oh like, my! Oh, are we doing this? Are we 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 doing the? Oh, yeah! Whatever you guys want to do with Star Wars, I'm here for it. You know, so it, it's just it's just a weird thing to me to see people say this stuff. It's like you guys don't understand anything you're talking about, and it's just what 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 the fuck are we doing? Like, you know, it's just I don't I don't understand. Uh, I I I don't, I don't get it. I like it's like when people are, are going. You know, yeah, J.J. is going to... Like, I, I don't think people realize that J.J., Ryan Johnson, and Kennedy are trolling them with the title of this film. Because it's basically making people think that, you know, they're undoing some of the stuff Ryan Johnson did. I'm like, if that was the case, isn't he writing the next trilogy for them? Right. He's writing the next trilogy for them. And, and, and this is all one big trilogy. So wouldn't they all be... And Kathleen Kennedy is, the, is basically the Kevin Feige overseeing everything. So wouldn't that mean she knows what's going on this entire time and it's all part of a plan? So what? You know what? I'm gonna let them. Do, you know what? I'm not even gonna do. I'm not even gonna do. This. Keep thinking they're gonna undo everything Ryan Johnson did, and if you hated it last year, you're gonna love. Keep, keep pay that money anyway. Pay that. Pay that money. Be dumb. But when you come out and it's not that, and you're upset, I'm gonna laugh at you. I'm letting you know right now. I'm gonna laugh at you. So there's that. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, all right, folks. We're back. I promise to be on a better schedule going forward with the insanity check. Uh, Justin, what do you guys got, got coming up there on uh, three-fifths? Uh, well, uh, we just recorded. I had the flu, so we sort of took a break while I recovered. Um, I'm convinced Michael Jeffrey Jordan is a sociopath because I could barely – like, I tried to do a podcast while I had the flu, so I'm like, I'm, it's just talking. Oh, my God. Well, so see, you're confusing miserable. flu with hangover, and so that's probably where you're getting the confusion from. Dog, I'm I'm 32. I don't think I can even podcast hungover anymore. Like, if I have a hangover, I'm done for the day. Like, I'm not moving. I'm, it's over. It's a wrap. So uh, we're back on a regular schedule. Um, so check the feed. We just recorded an episode. Uh, yeah, Thursday. Just recorded an episode Thursday, so Monday will be on our regular schedule. Uh, we're still doing our... We are also going good behind-the-scenes migration. That's why it's content has sort of been scarce, scarce, scarce as of late. Um, but once we sort of finalize that, we'll get back to all of our other regularly scheduled content. I believe we finalized season two of our uh, tabletop RP. So once we finish the back-end migration, we can push that out. Uh, but yeah, that's what we got. Cool. All right. Well, folks, again, thank you guys very much for listening. Um, again, if, for those of you guys who are coming out in two weeks to DC or LA, we look forward to seeing you guys at our end game screenings and live shows. So, 
Again, folks, uh, thank you guys very much for the support. And until next time, we're out of here. Peace.